win the Orkney Bowl. <laughs> Good intro there, Johnny. Well done. Well, yeah, welcome back, my man Pez. Nice to see here you see you here today. Oh my gosh. I guess it was not a good week for any of us in the NFC East. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess the commander is one. Yeah. What's that? I don't know if it's my internet. I think we have a little delay here. My uh, speed test here. I apologize. No, I think it's mine. Um, I was just about to say before we started, because it happened last week. I thought it was yours, but Johnny listened to it back. And he said it was mine that was playing up. I understand why. Yeah, I'm, I'm good on my uh, speed right now. I'm at like 300 megabytes. So I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with mine. that one. But that's okay. You're clear I'm now. Good now. So, yeah, you're good now. Yeah, the uh, the Seahawks, the Cowboys, and the Giants, all three of our teams, just did not look that great. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know what's going to happen. But, uh, you know, I, I feel a bit better about the Cowboys. I feel like they can – they can win these games. Whether they do, I don't know. But they can. They 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 have the resiliency. They didn't give up after the Niners hard and feathered them, right? Uh, what do you think about the Seahawks? Are they going to rebound, or is this a... Yeah, they aren't that bad and good. But I told the fuck I speak and just like a game I spoke about earlier, don't buy into it because when we implode like that, running backs go crazy on us. Our defence isn't that bad. You gotta just look at the context of how long they were on the field and when Mitchell started getting his breakout, like you know, his big chunky Yard runs. Well, three, four scores out Our defense have been on the field. Be careful, didn't just go to still there. What's the point when we're just having our way with him? Yeah. But. Yo, Jackson is playing very well, almost an MVP-type season, if not an MVP-type season. He's he's taking charge this year. Uh, I do think the Ravens are a good team. I picked them several times this year to win. However, I get the feeling that the Ravens will, will do what the Ravens do, <laughs> that they fly up high in the sky, and then they got to come back down to the yeah. ground at some point. And they'll lose three out of four, or three out of five, and they'll they'll be, yeah, they'll uh, they'll they'll come down a notch or two. And I think you're right. The Seahawks will rebound. Pete Carroll always seems to to do well after these types of things. It, so he'll have them ready. Yeah, he'll have them. Ready. I w- I wouldn't. Just to keep it fancy related. 
Um, even against like Washington Smith, at this moment, he's wrestling good quarters quarter to nothing in this game. I know there might be other factors around him, but <clears throat> all them factors come into when we talk about fantasy individual players. He's, I think he's unplayable at this moment in time. Talking about Lockett. Uh, Gino. Gino. Gino is a no-go. Yeah. That, if, if, you've, if, if he's your only option. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's a good, he's a good bye week option. You know, I'm not sure that uh, you, yeah, you're right. Anybody would want to have him as a super flex top 24 type guy, but as a bye week third option, he might be your guy. So, all right, so let's get started. Bez, we have a question from our league mates here in the Orkney Bowl. Comes from Kilmarnock Kings GM, Derek Connor. Come on, it Kings. Here he is. Here he is. <laughs> Come on, it Kings. They're just at say Glasgow. One from each team in your division. Would you win the Super Bowl? Well, I had to take a, a look, you know, and, and give this some thought. And before I tell you my answer, I'll, I'll go ahead and let you uh, – Give us yours, Pez. What what are you thinking about that? So you have the Niners, the Rams, and the Cardinals. One from each. Yes. Yeah. If you could take one from each, would the Seahawks win the the Super Bowl? Now, I guess he says swap. So if you're taking Purdy, you have to give them Geno. I'm guessing. Right? You don't just add them to your team. You have to swap out one for one. Yeah. No, but for me, from being in the for the Super Bowl, and I think with the online, they don't roll, they roll, and they all think around, you know what I mean? They couldn't even. So I think that's our biggest thing. Um, is I look at swapping around some O line pieces because we've got the offensive weapons, running backs, wide receivers. We've got the defense. You could say like an Aaron Donald or something like that could help uh, Cooper Cup, the uh, CMC. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Well, that's what I was thinking. Uh, you know, I think the Cowboys are right at the the Super Bowl level. Uh, they're in the top 
five or six teams to be mentioned at least or talked about. So I was thinking if you would get if we swapped Pollard for Barkley and swapped out our center for Kelsey of the Eagles, yeah, we have a dynamic playmaker in the backfield that we need. Kelsey would put that, you know, <clears throat> we need a little toughness on that line. You know, the no-nonsense yeah. type guy. Now, the commanders, I actually had to search. Who are the best players on the commanders? And I'm thinking, I think the commanders can keep all their guys. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's one guy on there that I would think, yeah, let's just swap out who we got, and it makes our team automatically better. Do you know what? You know, maybe Brian Robinson for our second string or Antonio Gibson. For our second string running back, Mike, I take right, right. But I don't know. I take Brian Robinson as you. If you were going to take Barkley and Brian Robinson and Jason Kelsey, I think that's a good trio. Um, you could also take from the Commanders a Terry McLaurin. Put him with CD Lamb. Yeah, I was thinking Gallup. That trade out Gallup or. To be honest, yeah. That that's actually that that would work out better actually than Ryan Robinson. To be honest, we are quite sure in our divisions that <laughs> yes, we probably are two teams in the league. What you could actually say, if we could take pieces from the other teams in our divisions, we we are probably the two teams who could go and win the Super Bowl. To be honest, with what we've got already, you could swap out your head coach for the Eagles as head coach, and you're laughing, aren't you? What about you, Johnny? Are the Eagle are the Giants three players away? <laughs> no. Well, how about you take Sam Howell from the Commanders? That's an automatic upgrade. How about we just take the whole Eagles team? <laughs> Man, I hate the Eagles with a passion. I hate so them. They broke my heart. Ah. Wow. And fellas, I did enjoy the ending. Two oh, touchdowns. Nice. Just mere, I mean, inches. Called back. Um, oh, my gosh. Great. Yeah. That hurts. Oh, that hurts. The, Gi- the Giants need a lot more than three bloody playoffs to make my Super Bowl team. So yeah, yeah, I wasn't even going to answer this question. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And, yeah, you know, I read a, a quote from uh, Wellington Mara that uh, he was talking to Brian Dayball and he says, Hey, don't go from uh, Bobo to Bozo. Or was it Bobo? I can't remember. But uh, he basically, he's saying that Brian DeBall is being Bozo the clown right now. So are you still high on DeBall as a head coach? Yeah, I am. Just look at what he's having to play with. Just... Yeah. Or Danny DeVito. Uh, well, he'd probably do better than DeVito, to be honest, but they're just rattled. He took over a crap team, you've got to give him a chance. I also. Then signing Jones to a lot I don't think that was his decision. Dayball never, all last year, all this year, Dayball never ever looked happy whenever you panned on him and Daniel Jones did something stupid. Like, I don't think that was. His decision, I think that was more higher up, saying, yeah, but look how he played this year. You can do it every year. 
because the Giants and the Jets, they're just kind of them weird, like toxic teams where the ownership just look at something and just go, well, yeah, that'll work. You can make it work. You've done it once before. Oh, you sacked. Great. Idiots. Taking all, all my anger on everyone else yeah, today. I, uh... <laughs> you know, I was a bit worried. Uh, okay, I can, I can mute you. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a bit worried. Uh, Bono! Bono! Don't go from Bono to Bozo. There oh, particularly Bono, Bono, Bono is a bit of a Bozo, so it's pretty hard to yeah. tell. <laughs> but uh, I was a bit worried about the Giants this year. I, I was really concerned that the, the Cowboys would finish third in their division and even have to fight off the Commanders. And I'm quite, I'm a little bit surprised the Giants have regressed as much as they have. Well, but, look uh, who, look, well, look who, well, he's not got an offensive line, so he's getting murdered every game. But basically, the Ravens did to the Seahawks what the Seahawks did to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. You know what I mean? It's just destroyed you. You didn't get a chance to do anything. And I think Jones has done his ACL as well, so that's him out. So we're stuck for probably a veto at the moment. I think it's just so, a matter of time. Playing play, play Dallas, play Dallas next weekend is going to be a bit of a murder. Actually, that's an interesting and, question. And, of course, you got well, the Giants defensively well the last two weeks. They get ready one player, and last week they went back to like to play at the beginning of the season. So, If, if you're Barkley and you get a bit of a twisted ankle, Will you come back the rest of the season, or will you take the season off? Well, he's been playing. He knackered his arm yet, because he couldn't breathe yesterday during the game, but he still came out to play. Yeah, but I mean, putting his future on the line for a for a team that has no shot. It's no benefit for him to play. At this he's, played point. His whole career, he's played his whole career, but he doesn't have a So, okay, what changes now? So, the one year they so, make the playoffs, it hurt. <laughs> I think I think he does want to stay at the Giants. So I don't know if clearing the money with getting rid of. I think with that, it might help him get a contract at the start of the end of the year. But. Uh, anyway, we'll, I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's. Ever we'll scare off all our viewers if we carry on talking with this Giants talk. <laughs> we'll leave that to Johnny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's see. Hey, this is not the Giants podcast. Let's get to the next segment here. What do we got? Yeah, I've been kind of looking forward to seeing how we're doing here, Pez. Have you? Yeah, I've got yet? one guy, and I've got him in a lot of leagues already, so I'm, I'm pretty safe, tucked away. Yeah, yeah. And I'll jump straight into it if you want me to. So let's take a look. Well, let's take a look. At our predictions. Who do we? What is our first division? Our first league. We no, have. This is, this is the, uh, the uh, play to target down the final stretch. Ah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I uh, got the. Okay. Yeah. Who's the player? Now here is the player that's usually going to be mentioned in the top level. Okay, the stars of the league. We're not talking about the Bijan Robinsons quite yet, but I guess we, he could be there. But certainly not players like uh, Tank Dell. These are going to be the big guys. So who's the big guy that you're going to target Derek down Henry. the final stretch? 
Because mm-hmm. he's slowly Why? getting up to speed now. Clearly looks, these last two games, it clearly looks like he's thriving more off uh, Will Levis than he was off uh, Ryan Tannehill. Um, and if you look at his, when you talk about fantasy, when you look at his final stretch, I did have it up before. I've gone somewhere else. One minute. If you look at his final stretch of games, so the playoffs, depending when your playoffs start, I'll just go from week 12, what he's like in three weeks. Carolina, who can't. So mm-hmm. target him now, because if you're on like the edge of trying to get into your playoffs, he could be a game changer. Carolina, who cannot stop a running back to save their life. The Colts, that's just a points fest at the moment because their defence just allows everything. Miami. And then he plays Houston, Seattle and Houston. Now, his statistics against Houston is he's had like, was it until the last game, he had like three or four 200-yard games back-to-back against Houston. So... And if you want to take anything from the Ravens game, they ran the fuck all over us. So that, to me, is a stretch where you want Derrick Henry in your football team. Fantasy team, should I say. Get some proper homework on this. I've had him in my back pocket and I've got him everywhere I possibly can except my home league because the guy who's got him... Doesn't know why I wanted him when he was playing crap. And he didn't know why I was willing to give up, a, at the time, a Josh Jacobs and something else just to get Derrick Henry. So he got a little bit scared and sceptical. But that's home leagues, isn't it? Your friends, your family, they don't give up anything for nothing. So I got him everywhere I possibly could, where I didn't have him early. So we're ready to rock and roll. Yeah. When your mates offer you a trade, you're always thinking, what do they know that I don't know? Yeah, Exactly. I get you. So I did not put as much research into this, but I had a tough time narrowing narrowing down my choices. Uh, I decided on Najee Harris. And the reason why is because the Steelers have proven they're going to run the ball. I think he's finally looking healthy. And he's been scoring 14, 15, 16 points every week now. And I think that workload is going to stay. He's a solid number two regardless. And I think he's going to continue scoring in those 15 to 20-point ranges. The Steelers are going to keep winning. They're playing Tomlin football. Go, go to- now, I was going to say later. Because I'm a Cowboys, well, not because I'm a Cowboys guy, but I was going to be accused, ah, you're picking Lamb because you're a Cowboys guy. But the Cowboys have proved they're going to be feeding CD the ball. Tony Pollard is playing well, but it's not a running game. We're not a running team. It's Dak's team, and Dak's going to be slinging it. And Lamb is our only deep threat, and I think Lamb... is the, the second guy on my list if uh, you're going to be looking to get the somebody. issue. But he's expensive. But Najee Harris... I, I was just about to say then, with CD, your issue is you've lost your window to get him because you're then potentially... You're potentially paying up on your stars in your team for him. 
you you're never going to get him in in a million years of anyone who has played fantasy for a long period of time. 47 points last week, 33 points this week. Again, you look at his you look at his uh, running for the playoffs. He's got again so a guy who could get you into the playoffs because he goes. Um, he's got the Giants next week, so you'd imagine he'd blow up Carolina. Even though it says it's meant to be a hard matchup, I, I still think you'd get it done. But then when you hit the playoffs, Washington, Seattle, uh, Eagles, Buffalo, Miami, and then Detroit is the final, will be your final, depending if you do it week 16 or 17. Now, every single one of their matchups, in my eyes, how I look at it, pretty much will turn out to be what he what the Philly game was like last night. 20. So you're talking 25 least, plus yeah. points guaranteed pretty much every single game. Yeah. But you're going to have to pay through the nose. So I went back to, to Harris as my guy because he's affordable. Yeah, you can give up a mid-level yep. receiver probably and still get him. But you better get him quick if you're going to. Because I'd wait. It's going to start rising. Because you are, you, you, for someone who said they've not done the homework, you've actually pulled a good rabbit out of the hat here because he's got Green Bay next week, well, this week. So he probably will have another consistent game. But then he goes against the Browns and the Bengals in week 12, week 11 and 12. I think he might, if he has a drop off there, you want to go and attack him for your playoffs because then he goes up against Arizona, New England. Yeah. Uh, the Colts, he does have the Bengals again and then the yeah. Seahawks for the final. Now, even if he helps you get to either, depending on week 16 or 17, whenever your final is, if he gets you to the semis or the final, then it's worth it. Salt, isn't it? So you, you pull right out of the hat there, really. Yeah, yeah. Henry and Harris, those are two great choices. If you can get either of those. I think Henry is certainly solid. Uh, a bit older, but I think he's definitely more reliable as far as consistency. Uh, I like it. So who would let's go to the next one here, Johnny, just to keep moving. Players to stay away from. Now, you went first last time, so I'll go ahead and go first this time. And I, I might be a little controversial. Once again, it, I couldn't. Well, I had a hard time narrowing it down. Uh, but I'm going to go with Debo. My other choices were Mostert and Cup. But I think I'm going to go with Debo. He's been injured. He wasn't. He had a couple of good games. But I think Ayuk and CMC, they're the they're Purdy's guys more than Debo. And I think Debo is starting to show some of his wear and tear from years past. So, uh, I know it's a high-powered offense. He can go off any week. But I'm thinking 10 less points more than 10 more points the rest of the season. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I agree with every single name. You took. You mentioned the name I was going to mention. But, yeah, Debo is a like If you're a Niners fan, you want him back. Because clearly they've struggled since he's gone. He's clearly, whatever he yeah. does is a key thing. 100%. But when it comes to fantasy, I can't see him getting going anytime soon. His best season was when he was used as a running back and a wide receiver. He spies dummy out, didn't want to 
play that game because he wanted wide receiver money. So they were like, right, okay, we'll use him as a wide receiver, and he's not been done the same since. So yeah, I, I completely agree with that one. Yeah, my well, guy is well, it's Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua. This is it. Yeah. Oh well, I was. Yeah. I, wait, 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 wait. Well, well, Nakua would be in the next. Oh, you I, can still take him. I just think, <laughs> I just think this is it. Yeah. Like the year the Rams won the Super Bowl, my brother has said this about Matt, Matt Stafford before he even came to the Rams. He said Matthew Stafford is always one bad hit away from his whole season derailing. The year he won the Super Bowl was a freak mm-hmm. thing. Like he just he just stayed healthy the whole way through. But last year he got banged up. This year he got banged up. He, he won't be. He won't be the same again. He does it year in, year out. Um, when he's healthy, he's good. And he's like, we've seen it. We've seen what he can do, but yeah. this is it now. He always plays hurt. He always plays hurt. And his stats or his his game yep. suffers. So, that. Tough guy. If I was the Cooper Cup manager and I'm around the playoffs, I'd be properly looking in looking into that situation, seeing if Matthew Stafford's even coming back. And while whilst there's still name value yeah. to him, try and get him. Yeah. Trade Cup for Harris. Cup for, for Henry. You could use that. Yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like Derek Henry with the way he's played these last two games and then he's uh, running to finish the season. Yeah. Those are... That's what we're here for, to offer these cup owners solution for their team. You take Cup, you take Debo, and you get Harris, and you get Henry. There you go. All right. So, Johnny, let's go to the surprise. Now, these surprising guys, we mean the guys that are perhaps not top 20, top 30 in their if they're a wide receiver. Perhaps not a 15, top 15 guy if they're a running back. For example, I will take, for surprising, I would take, I had two guys, Tank Dell and Ferguson, tied in from Dallas. Now, Ferguson's big game yesterday obviously puts him on the radar. But I think that, uh, again, the Cowboys don't have a second option, really. Gallup and Cooks have done nothing. Ferguson has shown he can be the guy. So if someone is willing to trade Ferguson cheap, get him. He's only going to get better. But Tank Dell, I think, it showed before he got hurt, he has chemistry with Stroud. I think he will end up being the number one guy on that team. What do you think? Uh, Yeah, I like that. I've got Tank Dell a few places. It always stuck out to me when they drafted him that it was CJ Stroud who asked the organization to go and draft him. And like you said, he had the two games uh, early on where you saw the chemistry. Um, so you could see it happening because even though Nico Collins has had his games, I think you put like them two healthy together, I think Tank Dell always rises to the top. You saw it, you saw it last night, it's 46 seconds, one big bomb to Tank Dell, one big touchdown to Tank Dell. It was just tank Dell, tank Dell, tank Dell, and that's what he brings. So, 
I do like where your train of thought is there. Yeah. So who's your guy? Yeah. Because yeah. I know this was a late uh, edition. I don't know if you had time to. I've got one, everybody. and solely because his running isn't too bad, and this this is a surprise hit, dependent on Kyler. If Kyler comes back, Marquis Hollywood Brown yeah. is going to be a big hit. Just okay. look at the previous years. Look how well he did when Kylo was there. Best friends off the field. Have a... well, they were best friends. That's and they have an there, amazing right? chemistry on the field. So Kylo's going to come back and he's just going to go, what's familiar? Yeah. Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown, Hollywood Brown. And I think, again, you've got... It's a bit, it's a bit shite that they've got a bye at week 14, but they've got Pittsburgh... The 49ers, Chicago Bears, and Philly. Now, if Kyler does come back, it's just going to be garbage time or it's just gonna be shoot shootouts everywhere. And I think you might not you might look at it and go, Oh, he started on five points, but by the end of the game, he'll probably be on twenty five points just because of garbage time or Kyler's just like, I trust you, I'm gonna target you ten times. The only thing I worry about Brown, I think it's a feast or famine, boomer bust week with that guy. I've had him on lots of my teams, and I finally got rid of him in most uh, through the past two seasons because it really will be 30 points one week and then the next but two that's weeks, why, two that, or three. <laughs> and that's why I, I'm saying it's only if Kyler comes back. Look at the games with Kyler. Look at the games yeah. without Kyler. Yeah, if Kyler goes back, um, I, I took another one in there because it is a bit of a thingy. One more that is a surprise hit going down the stretch is I like Evan Ingram because if you look at him at the moment, he's tight end seven. Not had a single touchdown yet all, all yeah. season. Not a single touchdown but he's a top 10 tight end. Last year, when he had a good year, he had four uh, touchdowns, right? But if you look at his points, okay. he's getting double-digit points more than he's not getting double-digit points. And I just think the further you go down, he's got some, in in the playoffs, there's some hard matchups there where he could be targeted quite a bit as the dump-off, you know, get the ball out quick when you're talking about the Browns and the Ravens back-to-back. I don't think Lawrence is going to have enough time to develop Kirk deep downfield, Ridley deep downfield. So I think Evan Ingram could Evan Ingram could expose, like have exposure in them harder matchups for wide receivers and stuff where he could get the shorter yard stuff. He can do... Um, yards after the catch, you know, all them kind of things. So he could be a little sleeper to keep an eye on. I like that one. I like that one. Uh, I have not thought about Evan Ingram, and I think I will. I will take a look at some of my teams where I'm weak do you want, and tight end. And, uh, do you want another one at, at tight end? If you want another tight end option who I think could come on strong for the second half of the year. Um, I've always liked him when he came out of the draft last year. He was highly rated. 
And I watched him in this Houston game. It could have just been a one-off, but it's one to monitor and you'd be able to get him cheap if not for free, is Kate Otten. Yeah, I have him on a yeah. lot of my th- I kept him. And people like <laughs> when he gets dropped, I had him. I knew. You know, tight ends take time to develop because that's what the Cowboys do. They will draft a tight end and they will wait three, four years, and then suddenly they come out of nowhere. Well, Jake Ferguson is in year two, but he's really coming on strong. Tight ends yep. take time. And Kate Otten. Yeah, and I think Isaiah likely yeah. one day will be that guy yeah. out of the Might race. need to go to a different team because Mark Andrews is Mark Andrews, but I watched him That's yesterday right. and right. He, when he got his opportunities I, and all the starters of the Ravens got benched, he was good. He was solid. Like, yeah, so I agree with yeah. that. All right, I think that's a great one. All right, let's go to the next one here, Johnny. Who are we going to stay away from? So I'll go ahead and and go first, finish it off uh, again. I like you bringing it home. So who are your guys or the surprise bust of the second half? Well, mine might surprise you. Uh, I thought about Puka, to be honest with you, you know, because Stafford being hurt, then I've already put Cup on my list. But I am actually going to go with Nico Collins out of Houston. I think that if Dell stays healthy, he's going to get the majority of the targets. Nico, I think, is number 12 wide receiver in Orkney Bowl's standings right now or something like that. And I think Nico will slowly finish around the 25th wide receiver. So that means there's going to be a lot of bad games for him. So that's that's what I'm thinking. What are you thinking, Pat? Um, one that I went to first, but then I realised that he played, he he went off injured and came back and scored a passing touchdown. Uh, I was going to say Travis Etienne, but because of the injury, because you've got to remember he's having a great year, but their stretch. He is. But is that a surprise? Like no. a low, yeah, I guess it would be. Yeah, Okay, why not? I was thinking lower level players that are playing well already, like Nico. No one expected Nico to play well, right? And he's number twelve. I think he's going to. Do you know what though? I still think. Uh, did he? Did anyone expect him to be top five? I, I don't think, think people did. Mm, but yeah, if, if you listen to a lot of fantasy podcasts, they they weren't that high on ETN this year because of the Tank Bigsby thing. So I'm only uh, saying it as well because if you look at the playoff run. Bengals, Browns, Ravens, Tampa Bay. That is his playoff run. So, wow. Wow. If you're in a redraft. So contrast, in the Orkney Bowl, he's running back three on the year. But I would 100% yeah. use him to go yeah. and get a Derrick Henry, go and get something else. What? Yeah, you can get. I didn't realize then he's the first person when I've read this question. I'm certain you can get Harris. He's he's the first person when I've read this question where I thought ETM popped into my head, but I didn't realize how bad his playoff run was. It's a bad playoff run. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I like it. But I don't have any of my teams. I stayed away from him, unfortunately. But uh, 
because I'd love to cash in right now. So, <laughs> the funny thing is, I like to take ETN to the bank, get my cashier's check. So, the funny thing is, Manchester Bees, <laughs> yeah. in my division, Man. in my division, Manchester Bees, who's 7 and 1, has ETN. Now, if he listens to this, it'd be interested to see if I get a trade offer because I've got Derrick Henry, you know. <laughs> some really solid advice you know there's going to be a lot of owners that think we're crazy right but i think that the players we mentioned and the reasons and then you you had some good uh backup evidence there more research start calling you dr <laughs> pez the, the fantasy research <laughs> with knowledge like that my man all right let's see if dr pez is as good in his predictions as he is about his player evaluations. What do we have next, Johnny? Our mid-season predictions. Well, a mid-season review of our preseason predictions. So I think we will look at only half the teams tonight because uh, I knew it would take uh, quite a bit of time. Stoke on Bengals. Wow, look at that. Who picked that? We have Johnny Pez. And that's it. I had the Stoke on Bengals. I had the EK Colts, which are in fifth place, and Craig had Leeds Lassos. You, you guys must be feeling pretty that's good nice. with the Stoke on Bengals. Well, the EK Colts, the EK Colts are the second highest scoring team in the division. They just come up against high scorers. So. Wow. So hey, I'm still feeling confident then. The EK Colts. Look at that. Second highest uh, scoring. I, well, I think they're, they're playing either the Stoke of Bengals or Leeds Lasso this week. So they're playing one of those. So, so they're playing Lasso or Bengals. So it's the time. Playing one of them, I'm pretty sure. I think, I think they're scheduled. I think they're predicted to get beat. But they're still yeah. they're, they're not far off the playoffs. Well, I think all three of us, or all four of us, made some solid choices. You know, as you I said, I have the, the I lowest ranked team, but they're the second highest scoring. Uh, you know, Craig has the second, well, tied for the best record. And you and uh, Pez both have uh, the number one rated team. Pez, you feeling proud yep. with your choice here? Pretty uh, happy with myself with that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think this is, I think this is the only division in the East Conference we are happy about our predictions. But we'll go to the next one. Yeah, let's go to the next one. Oh, no. We got some people at <laughs> the bottom here. Let's see here. Johnny, you had the Bedford. Brewskies, which are in 11th place with a 1-7 and seven record. Pez, you have the Newcastle Buccaneers, which are in 4th. Look at you, Pez. 5-3. and three. Pork, the Yorkshire Finns. Oh, yikes. Duke, you're killing me at 3-5. and five. And the Edinburgh Packers were predicted by Craig. Edinburgh. And they Edinburgh. a lovely 1-7. <laughs> It's a capital in Scotland. It's Edinburgh. I love, I love pork. That's these names. It's brilliant. Hey, I am. And of course, this is this is where Craig said you have to pick yourselves. So he did. Maybe he picked himself to be the bottom. I'm not sure, but oh, Craig is. Uh... He is Ibrox Packers. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Edinburgh Packers. Well. 
He has Lamar Jackson. How can he be at the bottom? <laughs> well, you'll find out tomorrow night. I'm sure you'll get an explanation. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm not giving up on the Finns. They're three and five. You know, they're just a couple of wins out of uh, playoff race here. Yeah. Duke's going to come back. He's going to, he's going to rail, but you know, he's going to roar back and make the playoffs. We'll see. You have the two best teams so far. Feeling quite good about myself, though. Yeah. The Eagles running away with it at seven and one. Nice. Was it was it the Buccaneers that got a chain in a trade last year? Oh, I can't remember. I'm not not sure. I think they were because they were they're going to have a good chance in the playoffs, and they've got a chain and. Ah, uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm curious on how A Chain is gonna look when he comes back. Yeah. But yeah, the Glasgow Eagle, that's Graham from the Show Me the Money. He's obviously he's originally from Orkney, but he lives in Glasgow. So and he's an Eagles fan. Just to let you know. this is a tough league, you know. You got the top seven all at five and three, fighting for yeah. that playoff spot. Yeah, tough league. All right, what's the next division? Queen Hill. Queen Hill, Johnny. The Chicago Scorpion from Football Fart Face is at seventh position. We're all, five we're all on the same. Pez did not choose. Pez, who are you? You're, you got to be the Seahawks. Where's the Seahawks? <laughs> Cheers, Johnny. Oh, number 11. I'm, I'm due. This is the... Pre- Preston Hawks. Yeah. Preston Hawks. The thing is, right, the, the same thing's happening like multiple weeks. I'm due to win tonight, right? He has an IDP, nice. Herbert, and Brees Hall to play. I got um, Everett. I can guarantee I'm on – I've got it here, actually. What am I? I'm about 66, 70, about 84 points ahead of this guy. I can guarantee I wake up tomorrow morning and he's beat me. It happens so many weeks. Johnny and his absolute crazy scoring system does me every time. Well, actually, it's Tom Strachan. No, that's a, no, that's your crazy score. But you're no for next year. You're well, no for we next go. year. We got the Port, the Seattle Patriots. They're in fifth at five and three, but they could be third, Johnny. depending on how. I guess. Sorry, just to over. jump in here. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure my prediction on this was either I agreed with you or Pork because I remember talking about. The seven, the seven rings, and the scorpions—they were the two. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. it's seven rings because I think I, I ended up saying because he's a Seattle guy, I'll go with the seven rings. But right. well, we'll put you down. Yeah, for the end. And then we got the gliding Gophers, and hey, they're five and three as well. You know, this no, is why nine teams have the chance for the playoffs here. Um, are you are, are you still hopeful for the? If I win, if I win this game, the hopes back on, back on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I love it, I love it. All right, what's the next division, Johnny? Molehead. Molehead division. Johnny had the nine knights at nine knights. Nine knights at seventh position at four and four. Pez agreed with Johnny 
I had the Haro Harlequins, which are in fourth position at five and three. And Craig had the Leeds Leopard, uh, Leopards, which are currently two and six. All right. Hey, again, stiff competition. Top eight teams at four and four and above. And even the Sharks still there, still in it at three and five. Well, the, the fun one in this division. still be in it. The fun one in this division is the top two playing each other and the bottom two are playing each other. Nice. You'll have to you'll have to tune in tomorrow night to find out how they got on. Yeah. But the bottom one is pretty close. Nice. So. And, and do we have another one division here, Johnny? I think that's no, it. No, that's that's the fourth one in the East Coast. We'll do the West next yeah. week. Well, so. last week we were making fun of my record for the last two weeks, actually. I because I started off I think one and five, and then or something like that, and then I was two and five. But now I am four and five. This would be my third victory in a row this week. So I'm roaring back. I was in last place, and now I think I will be in the playoffs. It, give, in one spot it gives me hope. It gives so me hope. Likely. Gives you hope, Pez. Gives you hope, Dr. Pez. <laughs> I don't oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. Let's get to well, our... Like, after this week, if I manage to win, I'll be in a five-game win streak. So. And I'm playing Doug, so I really hope I do manage All to sneak right. it. Monday night but before, before the six o'clock game started, I'm 85 <laughs> points behind. <laughs> oh, and, and I think I'm two, I'm, I'm, two, I'm two points ahead now. So You're two points ahead, and what's your record, Johnny? I'm six and two. Oh, wow. So, Look at you. I'm sitting in third in that first division behind two seven and one. The I Giants actually beat to hire you as their talent evaluator. I beat the Leeds, I beat the Leeds Lassos and only lost by about ten points to the Stockton Bengals. Wow, nice. That's quite annoying. But I don't know how. I've also lost Kirk Cousins. I had to play Derek Carlos week, but certainly worked. So Cousins was so, your quarterback? Yeah, he was. And KG Osborne was one of my receivers, so he's gone as well. Bit of a bad, bad week and a half. Yeah. If, if I get a win, it'll be a bonus. I've still got Brees Hall to run tonight. So, my running backs are Eckler, Hall, and Barkley. So, not bad. All right. So let's go to the Monday Night Football predictions. I'll go first here. Chargers at the Jets. I'm actually going to go with the underdog which is not the Cowboys of the AFC, that the underdog currently are the New York Jets by three points. And I am going with the New York Jets to upset the L.A. Chargers. What you got, Johnny? Well, I'm going with the Chargers. You're going with the Chargers. Because the Jets have got a great defense, but their offense is bloody awful. They could only just beat the Giants with no quarterback. Zach Wilson... Can surprise people. Some of his games actually play very well. He doesn't put yeah, up. Usually, somebody's mum. But he's not throwing the ints like he used to. At least not in every game. And we're talking about the Chargers. <laughs> I mean, these are the exact games they lose. What do you? I'm think, going the Chargers as well. Yeah. Going with the Chargers. I just can't buy into the whole Jets situation. No. They're four and three, man, without Aaron Rodgers. 
No, not because, not because of their offense, but because of their defense. That's right, their defense was. Which... But I think, I think Quentin Johnson will get his first touchdown. No, he has not had one yet, has he? He's going to get two. He'll get one tonight. They probably will. After everybody, I've seen people start dropping him in leagues. And I'm well, like, I've been picking, I've been picking him up. Wide receiver. I've been picking him up because he's getting the catches now. He had a good game last week. So. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm the only one at the Jets. I like it that way. Well, in fairness, this is what you're looking it, at. It'll help me uh, pad my lead in the overall numbers. All right. Yes, you're one, ahead, you're one ahead of me. You're one ahead of both of us. Uh, next up, it's the lock of the week. The lock? Yeah. The lock of the week. Johnny Six. Oh, oh killing it. Yay. Well, last week we all had the... Uh, that was Monday night. For... Week eight, it was only Pork and myself that got it right for the Seahawks and the Lions. You so lost it by two points the for the Texans. I'm sorry, Johnny. What was the Monday night records? The Monday night was... Oh, we don't want to see that, do we? No, no, we don't want to see that. <laughs> you're, 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 you are only one game ahead of us. That's because you picked Dallas when we all went against it. Was it Dallas? Yeah. No, the Seahawks the minus six and a half. Get me on top. Yeah. Lock of the week. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, some... I've already got... Oh, what did I do with it? My lock of oh, the week. Oh, you mother... Oh. oh, that's what I was... Oh. <laughs> it's, it's such a hard week this week, so I just thought I'll go with the Steelers. Okay, my lock of the week are the Seahawks over the... Well, you leave us alone. <laughs> No, do you know what, actually? Whenever you pick the Seahawks as your lock, they've won. Whenever you pick them as your underdog... Yeah, you've won. You're, yeah, you're you've won, won every time you said the lock. Yeah. The Keep lock. it up, folks. Keep it up. Yeah. All right. Well, they're my yeah. lock of the week, the Seahawks. Who do you have, man? I am a, I am a big of fan of that Texans team, but I don't think they're good enough to withstand the Bengals this week. So I'm going the Bengals. Oh, no, I can't because of fucking minus eight. Jesus, I looked at the wrong one. Minus eight, that's a bit of a piss take. Yeah, yeah you, just you, can't, you can't go Dallas out there. Honey! And a half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the Giants. Yeah, minus the Giants. 15 and a half oh. underdog oh. for the Giants. <laughs> oh, my God. Christ. That's a college game. Oh, this is bleak, isn't it? Oh, you, yeah, you... Well, you can't do the same as... Oh, it doesn't have to be separate. Oh, it's hard to pick another I'll go this... Um... Oh, right, good, so good shout. Um, I'm going to go the Steelers in. Because Jordan Love is struggling and they're going to destroy him. And then be... Oh, there's a few underdogs I like here, you know. I've got mine already in the spreadsheet, so but I'm not telling you. <laughs> oh, there's a few I like. Go on, Pork. You you chuck yours out first. All right, all right. I don't mind. I'm just 
Yeah, so we're going with the underdogs here. Is that right? Yeah. So I'm just looking here. You know, Vegas. I, I, Vegas at home over the Jets. I'm thinking I'm on. I'm going to take the Raiders. Fair enough. That's the underdog over the Jets. You can't. You can't. Oh. Playing at home. Antonio yeah, Sunday night football. Yes. So, um, I'm. I'll, I'll. I'll say the three because I'm still tossing up and I'm just going to have to pick one. The Cardinals, because Kyler might be coming back, and at plus two could be daylight robbery. But because that all relies on Kyler, so I'm not going to go there. The Jags at home to the Niners, and then because I'm bitter about what the Ravens did to us, the Browns' defence fucking them up. But I'm going to... Uh, 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 fuck, which one? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the Jags at home. Yes, Jags at home to beat the Niners. Jaguars Wow. I'm going to go to the Vikings. I do like that. Yeah. I do like that. Josh Dobbs, man. I do like that. Yeah. They got one, one week with that offense. You've got Addison there. Obviously, not got Osborne, but Powell struck up well. So, yeah, that'd be a, they should do well. I like it. I like it. I like those uh, cho- uh, choices. Those are solid. I think you need, all three of those are solid. Uh, it's tough, though. When you think about yeah. the underdogs, because <laughs> they are expected to lose. <laughs> yes. Right. Uh, oh me. All right. So, I I know I rushed in a couple of uh, segments there or points because uh, I could tell I was feeling that we were running up on the one hour show. So I I rushed a bit and then we ended up finishing five minutes early. So I think that's all right. If we had commercial breaks, it would be the exact <laughs> right time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, I, uh, last question of the week, Pez. What's the one player that you could not live without on your team? Fantasy owner, fantasy player. Fantasy. One guy you must have and love. <laughs> <laughs> If it's if it's me, it's Ken Walker without a shadow of a doubt. But it's hot. It's hot it, you. So yeah. That's some home. That's yeah. Home even though, man. Well, the abuse oh, I got for picking him. Even though the, the abuse I got after picking him. I know, but that's that's the tactic, yeah. Johnny. He knew that you had him, and I didn't have him, so he played crap, and then you lost. <laughs> Just trying to get me a win. Um, no, the daft thing was, so I picked, I picked Moss's team as well because he was on holiday, and his team is <laughs> far better than team I picked. So is Barkley your guy, John? Oh, without, uh, it's got to be CMC. What, like now in the now in the Orkney Bowl? In general, well, just uh, just. Any, if you have a fantasy team, this is the guy you always want. Oh, right, that's Ken Walker for me. <laughs> <laughs> I get very yeah, aggressive. Yeah. 
CD Lamb. I won't draft CD in the first five picks usually, but if it's anything after the first five, I will always go after Lamb. Yeah. Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler. Yeah, why not? Why not? Uh, used to, it used to always be Dalvin Cook and Jacoby Myers, but yeah, not Dalvin, this year. But. Dalvin Cook, how far? Uh, Brees Hall, actually. Brees Hall. I've got a lot of Brees Hall as well. Brees Hall, yeah, why not? Solid guy. I like it. All right, guys. Great show. I think, uh, yeah, I love this week's show. A lot of good things there. And next week, I guess we will start uh, an yes. hour earlier. Is that right? Yeah, it will be 12 o'clock UK time. Yes. Okay. So next week, I will see you one hour earlier. And thank you for being here, Dr. Pez. As always, you gave us some insight that we have not thought of before that I think if fantasy owners uh, listened and followed your advice, they might be in track for a great uh, run at the stretch, at the end of the stretch, uh, the season here. Johnny, as always, uh, your uh, illustrations and your music is getting better and better each week. Great job, my friend. No, Thank you for doing it. I like that intro. Yeah, yeah. I like it as well. So with that, we say See goodbye you. for the week. Later, right. my friends. See ya. See ya. See ya.